Hi everyone, welcome back to another interview on the channel. Today I'm delighted to welcome Magri Jade Jackson. She's a, currently a juice coach and she transformed her life after going on a juice fast. She went on a 120, 120 day juice cleanse and completely transformed her life. I'll be putting some pictures on the screen now of the transformation. But as always, I prefer to let my guests introduce themselves just so they can really tell their story. So if you could give us a quick intro, what inspired the Juice Fast and how long you were thinking of doing it initially, that would be great. Okay, well, a lot inspired the Juice Fast for sure. Um, I was at a really sort of, I shouldn't have been at a low point in my life. I had two beautiful little baby children and I had a boyfriend and a home and a but I really couldn't um, see the beauty in the day to day. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to get dressed. Nothing was, yeah, just nothing was fun anymore. Um, it was really depressing. And I was there. Uh, I did go to the doctors and um, I believed in all that then. <laughs> I got some uh, antidepressants. So um, it was a really, uh, just a really dark time, I guess, in my life. And um I I remember asking the doctor how how long I've got to be on these antidepressants before I get off them and they were like it's kind of like indefinitely like there's no cut off point so um that really scared me so I started looking into um ways to get off of antidepressants but I I I've been a keen um I don't want, don't want to say mycologist, but like I'm really big into my mushrooms and foraging. And yeah. um, I started with the mushrooms, um, just edible mushrooms, just normal mushrooms. <laughs> and then um, like looking at that and um, it, it just led me to uh, microdosing mushrooms to get off of antidepressants. So I did that for three months and... Um, got off of them and whilst I was doing them I don't know it's something about microdosing it kind of you don't like to eat the same food other food is kind of more attractive to you and I was kind of on a YouTube binge and I came across Shane Sterling yeah. and uh, raw foods and I'm I'm a chef anyway by by trade um before I had children that's what I, I, I've done my whole life I've worked in catering all the way from you know front of house to to managerial positions and you know KP washing up in the kitchen to you know the main chef so I've done everything and it just I love food and I loved feeding people um but something just wasn't sitting right on me it was just really really heavy and uh I tried to be a vegan, but I didn't really get it, and I was still having a bit of mayonnaise, and I tried all different sorts of things, but nothing seemed to fit, and then when I discovered this raw food, I was just like, this is it, like, I was big into um, sort of like ancient tribes and natural yeah. stuff, and always thinking back to how would I have done it in a tribe if I wasn't in this western world, <laughs> Um, so it seemed really natural that the food shouldn't be cooked and we shouldn't be eating cooked food. I was just like, ah, oh, that, that fits into all my morals, all the things I've ever thought about. It was like the missing cog in my whole being. Um, yeah. So and just I, quickly. Yeah, completely. Just, just to clarify, you were yeah. sitting at 
around 210 pounds at the start of your journey yeah i was 210 pounds i didn't even mind you know i carried it well <laughs> yeah i liked it I, d I didn't i didn't mind um i didn't like the fact that i couldn't fit into i couldn't just look in my wardrobe and get out anything it would have to be a planned outfit i'd have to have to buy new mm. before i went out i'm sure a lot of women can relate to this you're just looking and looking through your closet and there's just nothing that fits and it gets so depressing that you don't even want to go out in the end um <laughs> circumstances like that seem so silly to me now like the the way well, looking at you is, now it's like a along, completely but... different woman mm. it's, it's amazing so sorry before before i interrupted no that's all right where was i um uh yeah so i found the 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 raw foods everything fitted into place i found shane sterling found his um facebook group uh joined up straight away it was only at about 300 members then so um yeah it was quite small but i found him so inspiring and um if anyone knows Shane, like his early videos and stuff, they were just, they're just captivating. You're just watching him and uh, he really sucks you in. And um, yeah, I jumped in there. The support and the like, I don't know, it's just, just like full of people that get you. And it's just like, yay, I found my tribe. And it felt like I really found my purpose. Um, even just finding what food I should eat, uh, let alone getting, uh, doing the work I do now. So I joined up, learned about juice fasting, and literally I, I went raw for two weeks just to, to play around with the foods and um, really have fun with it and get excited about uh, my new lifestyle. And um, I'd never completed anything in my life before this, just FYI. I was always one of those ones that <laughs> was like fatty, start up this diet. I did the Atkins diet. I'd done the, you know, Weight Watchers, Slimming World. Um, I'd sold Avon products, body shop, yeah, you know, I'd done the, all, all the little faddy things, trying to find out what my niche was and what I wanted to do. And I'm sure loads of people have done that. But so everyone in my life was like, oh God, here we go. Magri's going to go on a juice fast. Like, and I was originally going to do it for like 40 days. I thought 40 days, that's long enough to get in, get out. And then I see this, um, girl uh, luminous raw on youtube uh if you type in 115 days mucoid plaque the things that came out of her and and she didn't use any husk and clay we'll talk about that later but um it just came out of her naturally she had these big boulders and uh, she's quite a slight slim woman and yeah. i'm just thinking wow like if she's got that in her and she she's she was quite healthy as well um God knows what I've got in me. I'm going to have to go longer than her. So, and a little bit of my ego as well was like, I'm going to do longer than that. And it, I think it was the longest juice fast I'd seen at the time. Yeah. 115 days. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing 120. Um, and yeah, I jumped into that two weeks. And it's literally three years to the day today that I jumped on that. I jumped into that. And I was going to wait till the first of November, I remember, and then I just, I just done it. And uh, I would, I would definitely encourage anyone else to just jump in. Don't, don't wait. Do act on it while you feel you feel like For it. Sure. You know? For um, sure. But yeah, so that's that's how I got to the juice fast anyway. And that, and that was around three years ago. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And it so completely fine. transformed your life. Like now you've you you've made a whole. It's your whole life now isn't it 
now you're teaching others how to transform their life and to me it seems like you're in alignment with your purpose and your passion and i can tell like when you speak about it you radiate passion and joy when you talk about it yeah. so it's, it's, it's amazing how it's transformed your life but kind of what i wanted the direction i want to take this in for the people is kind of a complete guide to juice fasting at the start because you've got a wealth of knowledge and i've got loads of questions that my mum asked me i've had on my mind because i haven't actually ever done a juice fast and i'm thinking of starting one so i'd love to pick what your about brain your mum is your mum thinking of doing one uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, discovered the Jason Vale books, if you've heard of him, the Juice Master. Yeah, back I've in got the day. a little bit of beef like he doesn't know about. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we'll get on he's to like that. a millionaire and he only done 100 days. And I'm like, I've done 120 days. I'm not a millionaire <laughs> yet. <laughs> but so, yeah, the first question I was going to ask is why should someone do a juice fast? If, they're, if they've heard about a juice fast or... You know they've they've heard all the buzzwords and that they might be thinking like why should i do one so what why and when would you say it's suitable to do a juice fast oh, well i'm a little bit biased i think everyone should do a juice fast apart from type 1 diabetics um but i just it gets in, it, especially following the protocol i mean if you're just juicing willy-nilly it can be a bit like there's no goal there's no purpose but if you're doing like the the specific juices for the protocol they get in they they break down inside our gut the, the the gut's got like little spongy walls that soak up all the nutrients and minerals and these can become coated in like you know films fats and hardened proteins from mm. like milk and um, mucus and biofilms so that it just gets all clogged up like oil on a sponge you know and it just doesn't work properly yep. and we can't absorb what we need to so the, the the green juice in particular gets in and starts to break down all of that once it's you've got all your old meals out of you from like the the last couple of weeks um then it starts to break down all all of this stuff and then the the second uh, juice pulls it through so you're just clearing out cl cleaning out and it's like a, a blank slate for you to sort of repopulate your gut garden the microbiome with with good bacteria um, because a lot of us have got like in and out different bacteria mm. in there from from all sorts and parasites and and you know you can get three different types of parasites just from stroking a cat you know especially in our, our, our lifestyle but wow. you know it's okay it's okay to have some parasites yeah. in there but yeah i think well i know from the from doing my job and seeing it that there seems to be quite a distinct um uh what would you call it uh when someone's got a lot of parasites they tend to have uh, quite a lot of mental health issues as well so yeah yeah um yeah there's that it, it, just all sorts of reasons to clear out i mean it, just the clarity just to give your body a break from eating um your your thinking just gets on point you start coming out with words mm. that you might not have even used before it's it's yeah. uh <laughs> it's yeah. bizarre and you just feel really flat fresh and it gets down inflammation in the body and just helps to give your your system a real good reset you know yeah even 
I've never done juicing, but even when I did a seven-day watermelon cleanse, I just I noticed myself how easy it was the light digestive load, like you say, the mental clarity. It was it was definitely noticeable for me personally, and just what you touched on there when you were talking about all the things in the digestive system. Are you referring to mucoid plaque? Yeah, I mean, I I do. I hate to use that word now. Um, yeah, it's quite a buzzword, isn't it now? It's a, it's a buzzword and it, it creates it. It makes it seem like some entity and people do a juice <laughs> fast and they get really disheartened when they don't get this long serpent shaped, you know, yeah. bowel shaped thing out of them. But they do get stuff out of them. They get out parasites, they get out biofilms. I see it, you know, I get pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I see it. Um, but they tend to be really disheartened about that. And, um, you know, and obviously there's uh, scientists that will say that it doesn't exist and people that say it does exist. And um, when it's explained like mucoid plaque, I just, it, it's not, I don't think, I think it should just be described as what it is, the mucus and the hardened proteins and the, you know, yeah. the liver flukes and the parasites and, you know, some people do get out this big, I mean, I got out a, a lot, but not the big mother load that some people do yeah, and yeah. some people might want. I, um, I think that's quite an important point to make because some people, like you say, they might be expecting this 12 foot serpent to come out, yeah. or, like you say, some entity, but it you may also just have little bits coming out that maybe... Yeah. And before those little bits come out as well, it's I notice in all all my clients they get uh, really emotional. They're, that's mm. the time that they usually want to give up, or they're yeah. like thinking about something in their past. And I have to really um, just sort of bring them back to and know this is it. You're probably going to pass something yeah. tomorrow. And nine times out of ten, if not ten out of ten, the next day they've like showing me pictures of what's come out the next day. You yeah. know, they so, yeah yeah. It's like the storm before the calm almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was also going to ask you. Like, what should people expect and how do they prepare themselves? If they're, if they're thinking of, I don't know, embarking on this journey, what should they expect and how should they prepare themselves in terms of like diet and equipment and the produce, just things like that? So yeah, we were just quickly interrupted, but I was going to ask what to expect when someone embarks on this juice fasting journey and how they can prepare themselves in terms of maybe dietary changes prior to the juice fast and securing produce, just just preparation steps they need to have in place and what to expect before they start. Um, well, I would try to always say to not, you know, look forward too much and try not to map it out too much. It's just, it's easy and nice and fun if you let it be, if you kind of get a bit, oh God, I'm going to not be eating for a long time and, oh, this is strange and it's not the mindset that you need going in, being excited and being like, oh, you know, if my body hasn't had a rest, I'm going to treat it really good. I'm going to give it what it needs. And uh, it's going to be a really awesome experience. If you go in with that sort of attitude, that's that's always a bit of a winner. winner. 
really, but yeah, you need a good juicer, good slow masticating juicer. Um, I have tried the, the centrifugal ones, um, I was using a hell of a lot of produce, uh, mm. like it would take me about three pineapples to do um, a litre, a quart, yeah, in, a, in a centrifugal one, and then, yeah, my um, single uh, masticating one, it, it was just one pineapple, so you, you really yeah, do... Yeah, um, difference. Yeah, and that, that was a cheap one, I did my 120 days with... A matte stone, it's not even made anymore, it's from like 2006, and that done me proud. It done me so proud, I bought about four of those afterwards and gave them to my <laughs> friends. Um, they were like 50 quid off of eBay, so yeah, really, really good little machine. It did take me a while, now I've got the Nama. No shout out to Nama because they wouldn't um, let me affiliate with them. <laughs> they... Um, the, the, I love the Nama J2 though. You can just, especially being a mum, it's quite a pretty penny. But I've I've used it every day for mm. the, like the, the since I've had it. And do you um, notice compared to even like your Matt Stone one or whatever uh, it was called? Have you noticed quite a difference in yield? Uh, between the Matt Stone and the Nama, um, yeah. I would probably say no, not much difference in the yield. Uh, just the time taken. Yeah. Um, and you can walk off and leave the Nama. You don't have to painstakingly yeah. push it all through. But even being in that process for the 120 days, it breaks you down. You're like, oh, I can't juice it anymore. <laughs> you kind of need that. Um, to be, you need to be broken down to rebuild um, yeah. good discipline and good um, rituals and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I appreciated that process, even though it was quite a painstaking one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And in terms of diet, do people have to have, do they have to make any changes or can they jump straight into juicing? Well, they can jump straight in. I did take two weeks to just to be raw beforehand, just to um, play around with it. And my detox symptoms were considerably less. And I have noticed that if you do have a little bit of a raw diet beforehand, um then yeah your detox symptoms don't seem to be as as bad and as rough and as heavy as mm -hmm. as some especially those sort of coming off coffee and um, that's quite a hard one um for the headaches on like the day three and four headaches people that drink coffee do generally get that so yeah having some tips and tricks under your belt and substitutes uh, for that time in the juice fast is is always good um, yeah yeah preparing preparing for the juice fast I wouldn't clear your calendar as such, but I wouldn't be um, saying go out, you know, to, to restaurants or anything, especially in the first 20 days after you've done, because I would recommend 40 days sort of minimum. And I, I would even say 100 days would be amazing. But yeah. the brain, you know, it's just one day for the beginning. <laughs> That's what you've got to think. I've just got to get through this one day of juicing. Yeah. Um, yeah so kind of try and have a little time to yourself have the 40 days rest yeah. and recouping to yourself and uh, i think that's why it was good that i did it this time of year because it's kind of like going into hibernation over christmas yeah that's another thing i was going to ask you what what would you say is the best time of year to do it is there any one time you'd recommend or should can people do it all year round yeah, I mean, you get a lot of people that like to do it in the summer because the fruit's all ripe and, and that. 
Um, but yeah, I tend to like to do it in the winter because um, one, getting through Christmas, when you go through Christmas on a juice fast, you really see with the blinkers off of all the marketing and all the just all the marketing <laughs> and all the consumerism and and then People it, it shuff, passes you by faces. yeah it passes you by just one day and you see how much stress it causes people and um and then it's gone and when you're juicing <laughs> it's just like mm. you just it's just like it went past me like this like wow yeah okay so that was christmas so yeah and <laughs> um, it took a, a different form for me then i mean obviously i've got children and um you know the magic of christmas and all that for them but yeah it's uh it was definitely an eye-opening one doing a juice fast over christmas so some people would say that was hard then but i i liked it i i i think as a mum as well your job is to spread joy not enjoy christmas so uh, being on the juices christmas day cooking up the dinners and running them around to everyone like taking them over to my mum and um you know cooking for the family and just tidying up and stuff i found it quite uh, a lot easier uh, yeah. i didn't have to sort of worry about sitting down and eating <laughs> yeah because most people would be like how how in the hell did you do that like you know with all of those temptations and things like that yeah but... well by that point food just food as i knew it wasn't really looking and smelling like food it was just brown <laughs> and yeah dead and nothing was electrical and alive like the fruit just the the yeah. look of it i just they, i even look at some food now and i just laugh i'm just like what what even pasta. like pasta pasta yeah. for one for me i love it i love it I loved it with cheese and tomato that was actually my last cooked meal that i had um <laughs> no i could have made it like um yeah a bit more exciting than that but yeah it made me sick after all the raw food I had. So, mm. um, yeah, it's just a bland brown. I just it's got nothing in it. I just it's like a filler, mm. sludgy. I just imagine it going in your pipes and just sticking to it all. I just yeah, I can't. Yeah, the funny thing is, it used to be a staple in my mm. diet. I'm sure it used to be in yours as well. And I used to think it was really nutritious, but like you say, once you realise what it does to your internal pipes and tubes <laughs> you no longer appreciate it so yeah, i was gonna I'm... ask you yeah sorry, sorry. No. <laughs> it's just the fact that when you leave it in a bowl when it's cooked and if you leave it out on the side once it's hardened i know we're not hot like dry inside but the, well, how hard it goes and how much you've got to go at it to get it off the bowl yeah. i just think oh i don't want that inside of me no thank you mm. so i was going to ask you like you said there was a point where you no longer crave food or all the temptations. What would you say is like in terms of a timeline, what, what is the hardest time? So like people start their juice fast day one, when are they going to be struggling? And then typically, and when is it going to get easier for them usually? Yeah. Okay. Well, the majority, I mean, day one's the hardest day. Um, okay. Day three, four, people that drink coffee <laughs> in particular and for others um but the first i'd say the first 14 days are quite tricky um just because a lot of people are not used to these weird feelings in their stomach what they think is 
uh, what what their their tubes shrinking because they're not eating um, and they're not being all discombobulated with food that shouldn't be in there that's what they think is hunger so it's a lot of going through those kind of emotions and um and explaining bits and pieces to people um it just makes people not i don't know just a bit uh scared worried not knowing what's going on and there's a lot of that in the first few days and then like i'd say after about day seven they do get in their mojo and then um uh yeah seven to fourteen and then they kind of tend to start the the husk and clay and that can bring a whole new sort of set of challenges for some people mm -hmm. um but yeah i'd say after about two weeks people are generally in their flow and enjoying it for me it was probably about day 20 um yeah. i didn't start documenting my process on instagram until about day 20 so that's what i'm thinking in the beginning i was a bit like oh what is this like and just getting to grips with the juicing and getting in my flow of how it worked for me so yeah i'd say after about 14 days but mm -hmm. some people go in straight away loving it flying brilliant yeah. time so it really is person dependent and mindset dependent i'd say mm, definitely and how how and how would someone know when to stop? Like, what kind of signs would tell them, or what do you look for typically when people should stop? Well, um, I know people that have juice fasted for a year, so wow. uh, they didn't have any signs of hunger even after the years. <laughs> so, when the time is to stop, who knows? But apparently, true hunger is felt in the throat. Yeah, not the that so that's a good sign to look out for but i mean i was ready to be done at about day 100 and i spoke to shane and he just reminded me you know what well, what was your good what is your goal and it was to get to 120 days because i'm stubborn like that and he just sort of reminded me to take me back to that so i just pushed on through to 120 but i had had 20 days of the juice was going in and it was coming out the same way um mm. that it went in it was just like a flushing mm. through uh, i had no solid waste whatsoever for about uh 20 days 20 30 days wow um yeah so then, that's a good sign to stop if it starts yeah coming out. that's a good time to stop yeah i would say so yeah so that's something i'm interested in as well just the waste the uh the bowel movements what should people expect in in that regard um did you, you know, see my my video i've i've seen snippets and i've seen other people's videos like some of the things getting pulled out but no i can't i can't talk specifically no uh, I, I did document it uh in the poo files um but yeah i remember on day 44 because I got to day 40, still had no mucoid plaque. I was beaten into submission, like trying to get that stuff out. <laughs> and that's why I didn't really focus on all the weight I'd lost. Um, it was literally, I remember sort of looking down about day 56 and thinking, wow, like I look really good. I took a couple of pictures, put them online. Everyone was really like shocked. And uh, But because I was so going to the toilet every day, I was pooing in a bowl. I was sieving through it, like trying to, find this mucite plaque yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um i didn't see it until day 44 and wow. uh and then it, it kept coming out of me in dribs and drabs i wasn't very heavy on 
using husk and clay or just sort of as and when really um and yeah and then it stopped coming about day 88 whether or not i've still got some more in there who knows i would like to do another long one um john rose he done yeah. i think three 90 day ones and still got stuff out of him so yeah i'm by no way as fit as him so maybe there's more in there who knows yeah i think that's the constant dilemma isn't it it's like oh have i still got stuff in me blah 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 Mm. But yeah yeah i've heard john rose talk about like solid vo uh, food vacations in the past and things like that i love he's, him yeah yeah he's a he's a cool he guy isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna ask you um how much people should drink because i've heard like four to six liters or they say quarts like a big mason jar is that what you'd recommend yeah definitely if you have any less than uh, if you have three litres, you feel it the next day, really. You're kind of running on empty and you don't want to be starving. And this is the problem mm. when people do like half water and half juice fast. You, you, you're not, you know, it's one or the other. The water fasting is for a different purpose to the juice fasting. The juice fasting is cleansing. The, the water fasting is, is for autophagy and, and, you know, cell eating and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So when you've only got a few calories in you and your body's like holding on to everything and you're not washing through and you don't tend to get out mucoid plaque and, and you really run low on energy, um, I find. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're a bit, a bit of a bigger person as well, you do lose weight on that many juices as well. I, I had always four litres every day. And towards the end, I might have had five or six some days or some special occasions. I would have grabbed another juice, but always four litres. But sometimes I had three and I'd really feel it the next day. And that's a general pattern that I've seen um, yeah. with the clients. Yeah. Some people even have 10 litres a day. Don't wow. I've got some crazy... Crazy ex-client, Dan Udy, shout out to Dan Udy. He's, um, yeah, he, he slammed that juice fast, 10 litres down in the juices. Yeah, he'd done a really good job. And how, <laughs> how would you know when? If you just feel hungry, then you just increase it or how? how... I just have it in my hand all day, every day, especially in the beginning, yeah. I would recommend that because you're just going to have, you never know when it's going to hit you. You're going to get mm. a thought of, oh, I'm hungry. Like an energy eat, crash. But... Yeah, well, not not so much an energy crash, more like <clears throat> I'm thinking about food again. Oh, what should oh, I do? Yeah. Oh, what am I going to have for dinner? What am I going to have for lunch? And, and then, oh, no, I'm juice fasting. I'm juice fasting. And then you just need to be sipping, sipping, sipping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make sure you've got the juices on hand then. Yeah, I mean, perfect would be, um, you know, having your, your juice in the morning and then two hours, two hours, two hours. I would say if you really wanted to be dogmatic about it, which mm -hmm. I don't recommend. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. We were we were just interrupted again, but I want to touch on now. How much does it cost? Like, because for me personally, a big thing that's been putting me off has been like the fact that I'd have to be going to the supermarket or the store, wherever you are, uh, basically every day, getting all this produce, all this fruit, veg, etc. So how much roughly does it cost how, and how much did it cost you? And yeah, kind of like how often do you have to go? <laughs> that's kind of you on know, my it's, mind. It's, it's a good question, um, but it's one I wouldn't get hung up on. It, like I, if you're anything like me, which probably not if you're preparing like that, I do 
I deal with what I've got in front of me for today and the next day, and then I'll worry about the next day and the next day, the next day. <laughs> so I always made sure I had two, well, four days worth of juice, ideally, and um, otherwise the produce starts to go off and go funny. So um, it costs about, if you're doing four litres, so each juice, the lemon ginger blast, um is roughly about seven pounds english pounds and then um the citrus juice the best bang for your buck is pineapple and if you get a really decent pineapple for three pounds um then that juice is three pounds but you know you can mix that up yeah uh, as you want so it's, it's about 20 25 pounds a day but then if you start looking at that um for the week and it's and you're yeah, not eating about out. 70 70 80 quid um for four or five days um if you get some deals from a local greengrocer like on a box of grapefruits you can save there um you can really save on the citrus if you buy your box of oranges box of apples or box of uh, pineapples those kind of things um but being in the uk <laughs> Uh, I, I have my non-negotiable organic, so things that I can taste are not organic are celery, cucumber, spinach, and apples. Yeah, Those are the four things I would make sure that were organic. Everything else was just cheap. Go to Aldi, get my herbs. I still do that now. Um, but I would go to, you know, Sainsbury's and get the celery and that. Um, but I would tend to try and get a delivery uh somewhere in the week so i didn't have to go out so i was go only going out once once or twice but i mean i got really friendly with the local greengrocer and it was a really it's a really good experience people who are around veg it's are nice yeah. <laughs> i don't care they're, they're salt of the earth people and um yeah getting a really good relationship within that kind of environment is, is good for the community good for your soul as well mm. so Cause, yeah cause yeah i was gonna say about which to buy organic and which non-organic but that makes sense so anything without skin i guess would you say yeah i mean that's kind of how i looked at it um, i was peeling the citrus off and yeah. i mean i know it comes up that soaks it up from the earth but you just can do what you can do I mean, you know, otherwise you and you probably will drive yourself nuts with that at some point on your um journey if you're on this healing path journey or, or you know raw foods whatever <laughs> you will drive yourself mad with the organic stuff and the pesticides and growing your own and but at the end of the day you can just do your best with what you've got <laughs> yeah it's so true because you know i know people that have had successful juice fasts using non-organic stuff all the way through so yeah, it's not the best or perfect, but, you know, what is perfect? <laughs> exactly. I think, like you say, just doing the best with what's in front of you and controlling what you can control and not getting hung up on these ideal things, especially living in the yeah. UK. Like, yeah, yeah it's those, those thoughts are more toxic than the actual pe pesticides, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They just start eating you up from the inside out. Yeah, for sure. Because Dr. Robert Morse, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I know everyone's heard of him, but he he was able to... Legend. Yeah, recently been censored, but he was able to help people with various ailments and diseases just with, like, conventional grapes, like seedless, things like that. So, yeah. Like you say, it's not really an excuse, but it's quite a common 
question and quite a common concern I see among people and myself included, you know, it stops, yeah. stops quite a few people. But yeah, I think that's a really good point of just doing the best with what you got. And also, yeah, I mean, you can you can wash the organic ones. I mean, these pesticides, they're made to withstand rain. So I'm not quite sure how much you're going to wash off even putting them in some bicarb or whatnot. But if it makes you feel better, then do that. You know, I've soaked my grapes in, in bicarb before and, and I feel better eating them when I've done all that ritual with them. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I think it's just that peace of mind, isn't it, for most people? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So another thing that's been putting me off at the minute is I'm kind of on this muscle building journey or trying to bulk up a little bit because I'm coming from a bit of a skinny background. If someone's coming from quite a skinny, uh, low weight background, would you still recommend juicing for them? And also on that point, can is it possible to build muscle or gain weight with the juices? Because in my head, I'm thinking in terms of calories. I know maybe you absorb it slightly differently, but would it be possible if you're intaking enough calories to actually gain weight with the juices? Well, this is something I would love to know myself. So I'm actually doing my own experiment. Um, this uh, in a couple of days' time, I'm going to do the juice fast, and I'm I'm, I'm bodybuilding at the moment. Nice. So I wanted to see how that worked out. I mean, I've got a little bit of weight to lose. I'm I'm not on the skinny side, so it would work a little bit different. But for anyone that comes to me that's quite on the low BMI scale, I do you have to look at whether there is an eating disorder or anything first and you've got to check these things because um it might be that they're in a stage in their life where they need nourishment and they need to put things into their body rather than take away but mm. um yeah if if someone's healthy fit and wants to juice fast and they want to stay in the gym and they want to lift weights um they can I, I would always say to this is a time to detox so your time to rebuild would be afterwards um and sort of try to compartmentalize it like that but if you want to keep hold of your muscle and and um not lose any weight keep the intake of juices up to at least six liters and um you'll always maintain you well you can maintain i've never seen people put on weight on a juice fast yeah. yet but i've not seen anyone that's weightlifting doing a juice fast yet so um yeah i really want to see that and uh, anyone who is quite active in the gym i'd always recommend putting some spirulina or some green powders in your lemon ginger blast uh definitely a little you know protein fix i've probably got more spirulina in me or i can get more spirulina in me in a lemon ginger blast than i can in any other recipe so mm -hmm. yeah i find that quite helpful when when bodybuilding and <clears throat> not that i really believe in the whole protein thing again another experiment i'm doing on myself yeah. um but I, I i would like to just i try to follow the rules to start with and then i'll bend them to my way yeah for <laughs> sure and just quickly on that maybe people are thinking lemon ginger blast i've heard of it what's what's in that is it apple celery lemon yeah it's a whole head of celery so a whole thing everyone's like is it one two sticks no, no. it's a whole thing you can put the root and all in there um, make sure when you put it in your juicer, they I'd chop it up because they they just clog up every juicer and then you're cleaning the thing. Right. 
Um, so you don't want to do that. So that, a whole celery, um, a lemon with the skin off. If you leave the skin on and it's organic, it's just too lemony. It's so bitter. Don't do that. Okay. Um, a nubbin of ginger, probably about that much. Nubbin of turmeric. I didn't even know turmeric came in nubbins. I was putting the... Um, but yeah, you can get those. If you're in the UK, you can get those in Sainsbury's and Waitrose and... Uh, and some little like side Asian sores and stuff like that, uh, but it's not readily available to be fair. And then uh, two apples, greens best, um, organic off a tree would be even better because I, I, I heard somewhere along the line that all Granny Smith green apples are organic, but they, they're not labeled like that in the UK. I don't know how true that is, um, but I always went for an organic apple, so it would tend to be red is the only organic apple I could find in the UK. Yeah. So that, 30 grams of parsley, 30 grams of coriander, and I always had 30 grams of mint just to mask any taste in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I had some chilli. I had about that much chilli uh, for about 90 days, and then it was like the burning ring of fire down there <laughs> it was so swollen i could not have chili anymore and i've never had chili in the, the juice again since then so what yeah what's the purpose of the chili and all of that oh there's the chili um it's it's just a it's really good uh detoxifier and uh, i have got a little fact sheet actually on all the the benefits of the chili but yeah it's just another little uh cleanser in there mm -hmm bit like i think they probably take that from the master cleanse uh put, putting that oh, in there because okay. i've heard people say about cayenne pepper being better than chili but it's not it's not something i've really got too hung up on but yeah yeah well it makes you sweat it makes you clear out i feel yeah but yeah 90 days was probably a little bit too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure you felt that so yeah obviously 120 days most people would say that is an awfully long time. Did you have any like time saving tips or things like that that you'd recommend? Just specifically yeah, spending I would. hours in the kitchen. Yeah, I, I always do it like a three stage affair now. So um, my stage one would be to get all the fruit and veg in one place in the kitchen. So I know what I've got. And if I need to go shopping or whatever, and I do that for two days, really, I'd have a bowl here and a bowl there. And then the second stage would be to peel what I could before juicing. So like the pineapples, the citrus, uh, the lemon. I wouldn't cut or do anything from the, the lemon ginger blast. And I would just cover that over until I was going to juice. And then the third stage, which is what I would usually do in the morning, I'd get up an hour early so it didn't eat into my day. Mm -hmm. And then I would just juice, have all that packed away, have my four juices ready to go for the day. And then if I fancied one later on in the night, I would probably do that. And then if I was doing something the next day, I would, would get the juices definitely ready all the night before and just have them to go. Um, and if I had a long trip, um, I did go to a festival when I was juice fasting as well. I bought these little, um, like these squishy packets, litre packets um, yeah. with a twisty cap. And... Um, I froze uh, the last days, so I had the one days ready and I had the, the next days was for the next day. I just tried to keep it in the cool box and then the, the third days was frozen. And you can sometimes get away with that as well if you're traveling, flying, um, some frozen juices in your case. 
um obviously not in mason jars no. <laughs> um yeah and having some some transportable containers is always a good idea yeah. uh, the mason i have smashed a few mason jars in in my time <laughs> um, but yeah preparation was key always doing something for future me i always had that mm. Uh, line in my head from my good friend um, Jackie she posted a little post about it and it's yeah do something for future you and I tried to do that every day yeah and Mm. yeah I think when you've got that end goal when you've got that vision when you've got that intention which I've heard so many people say is really important on the juice fast or fasting or any cleanse really just having that intention and purpose even with psychedelics just having at least an outcome or a goal in mind it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? Uh, then you're yeah. going to follow through. You're going to take the necessary actions. And yeah, I had a um, a vision board that I I put together uh, in the beginning of my juice fast, and I I still come back to it now. And I have literally just this year I've realised that I've got almost everything on the vision board. So wow. It took... So now I know that it's come to about three years. It's taken it all to come to fruition, like even down to like the the picture of the house that I put on yeah. um, is it is exactly the same as the house that I'm in now. And I didn't even wow. clock till I looked at the, the vision board again. I was like, wow, I'm in that. So it really it wasn't just a juice fast, you know, it was a complete timeline change for me. Uh, it was a quantum leap mm. in thinking um where my life was going I, I think I would have been dead you know I know it sounds quite solemn but I just couldn't see it the reason to keep going on and round and round it felt like every day was groundhog day and you know I know every day is somewhat similar to the last day in life and that's just how life is but it was just not I couldn't cope with it it was too heavy and I just really don't know where I would be now if I didn't do the juice fast so you know, I've I've moved 200 miles away from where I lived before. I've, I've started a whole new life. Yeah. I've got my own business. I I live in the countryside. I grow my own food. I'm just like, <laughs> it's a completely different world now. So, and it all started with a juice fast. Um, and people think that they're coming. Oh, we'll just fix up my diet and I'll just have a clean out, and then they get a bam, a, a spiritual awakening. Yeah, a whole know? life transformation. I've heard. I heard Shane yeah. talk about it. I've heard I've heard so many people that's kind of what's inspiring me don't get me wrong I feel like my life's good it's going well but I've just heard so many amazing testimonials and stories of people transforming their lives so mm. it's definitely it's something you'd recommend if someone feels a bit stuck in their life yeah it's, it's once you can prove to yourself that you've got it in you to have that amount of discipline yeah. you've proved it to you and no one else and everyone that said you, you can't do that you can't do that and you've proved it that's the feeling that takes you higher and just really helps you to believe in yourself and then you start to see there's just things differently yeah mm. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to touch on like law of attraction and entrepreneurship in a minute. I just have one final question about the juice fasting and that's how to break the fast because I think that's really important because um, if you've heard of the vegetable police, he broke he broke one of his fasts with, um, I don't think it was a juice fast, it was I think just a, a water fast. An or, egg. Yeah, it was with a raw egg, egg wasn't it? Yeah, and he ended up <laughs> hospitalised. So this isn't medical advice, a little disclaimer, but how would you yeah. recommend <laughs> breaking a fast? 
Yeah, Casey, shout out mm. to Casey. He actually mentioned me in one of his videos oh, and wow. got me a lot of subscribers. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, he mentioned my, my poo video. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is it. I'm going to be known for my poo video. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it when I, I saw that video that he'd break it with an egg. I was <gasps> jeepers, because um, that's the area that I really like. I mean, I love being a juice fast coach, but because I'm a, a chef, it's the refeeding mm. um, I really, really love. And I wrote a refeed guide, um, but it just should be slowly. You should take half the time that you've done the fast breaking the fast so I should have took 60 days I probably took about six I broke it really quickly wow. um I just wanted to get into like dehydrated pizzas and <laughs> nuts and yeah all sorts um but yeah you you can get edema if you refeed too quickly especially if you've had troubles with inflammation as well in the past and, and stuff like that so you really should should take it slowly but I mean don't be petrified um you, you should break it with just soft juicy fruit to start with keeping up with the juices just drop in a juice and add in a fruit meal um for like I, I break that down into three as well so like um uh say with my uh my juice fasters that do the 40 days we do like seven days they'll have um all their juices and then they'll drop one juice have the juicy fruit then the next seven days they'll drop another juice and they'll have like a salad mainly made up of the ingredients that are in the lemon ginger blast and they'll have a low fat dressing, no fats yet. Um, and I've got sort of ingredients in that for, for everything that you should break the fasting in that refeed guide. I, th I think it's on my website. I'm not sure. Um, and then the third stage would be to introduce the fats in. But that being said, I've had people that have break it with avocados. Wow. Some have problems, some don't have problems. I've had people that have chia, flax seed, uh, blooming crackers and, and whatnot. And some people get real pain, some people don't. But like best practice would be to do it that slowly. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and definitely not anything cooked or yeah, grains sure. or just anything like that. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. in my mind, I... I wasn't sure of specifics, but in my head, I would have said like gradually just kind of go up the scale, like high watery H3O2 fruits and then gradually reincorporate. So, yeah, I think that's quite important to not yeah. rush that process because that seems like quite a slow time horizon, doesn't it? But like you say, it's, it's maybe the most important stage kind of yeah. breaking that. But by about week um, three, you're on like that's kind of how your diet's going to look if you're going to take it 80 10 10 as well for a period of time having a juice a smoothie uh, and a salad with a with a, a nut dressing is going to be roughly about 80 10 10 macros so yeah you, you you get into your mojo a bit there but i mean depending on where when and how and if you're healing something and you're going to take it for a year or two i mean i'd always recommend a year or two on 80 10 10 just to see how it feels but that's going to look a lot different to say your second or third year being raw you might want to take it a bit more mono fruits you might want to have more dehydrated stuff i mean i've i've had a lot of the gourmet stuff and it kind of makes you appreciate the mono fruit meals yeah. a bit more but uh, as a chef i found it really difficult to like mono meals because i'm just yeah. like i want to get creative i want this flavor that flavor this flavor yeah. 
and uh, that's a real internal um yeah battle for me yeah i think yeah, no, <laughs> but i did try to eat mono fruit it's fair enough i think it's about knowing yourself as well because i know for me personally i'm maybe a little bit lazy in the kitchen i'm a simple guy for me the mono meals are, are beautiful and i don't get bored of them as long as i've got fairly okay quality fruit because it can be a bit of a struggle depending on where you're living with like subpar quality fruit you know like you say mixing it up and recipes can kind of mask poorer quality ingredients because i know my mum she would definitely miss her like recipes she loves fully raw christina people like that whereas people like that don't really resonate with me as much but i can still appreciate it and it's great i think for getting everyone kind of into this movement because there's someone for everyone as someone who we all resonate with, you know? Yeah, I'm just jealous of Philly Royal Christina. <laughs> she's living her best life in Hawaii there with her beautiful hair. And... Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I think we always think that someone else has got the best life, you know, but the best life is our yeah. current life. But yeah, I know what you mean. It, it does yeah. look like she's having a nice time. <laughs> let's put it that way. It's all that sun. Yeah. I miss that in the UK. I've got to say, I feel like I am a tropical being yeah. and this this lifestyle has definitely confirmed that to me. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess we can touch on that, actually. Like, how have you found it living in the UK? Because obviously I've come back to the UK, but then soon I'm going to be traveling Mexico all about, uh, get a bit of the sun on me, a bit of vitamin D. But how have you found it? Because I struggled when I initially came back, but now I've realized you can do it from anywhere in the world. Maybe it won't be as easy, but there's a lot of excuses out there. So how have you found it living in the UK? And what kind of tips would you give for people living in colder climates? Yeah, colder climates. Yeah, well, it's always good to remember that, you know, hot food and hot drinks do not make you hot inside. You know, it's actually cold drinks and like, you know, a bit of chilli, pepper or whatever, or um, will, will make you oh, really? warm inside. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people think that. But um, yeah, if you Google ways to warm up, um well ways to warm up will give you things like you know hot water bottles and whatnot mm -hmm. but if you um if you yeah if you look into what actually makes you warm inside it's not it's not warm food it all kind of goes down to the same body temperature uh, um yeah i am like you yeah i don't like to make excuses i mean we've got access to fruit and vegetables and and whatnot and that's why i really started getting into the foraging um of, of looking into the green stuff and uh, the different things that i could use for like salad leaves and alternatives just in case you know i couldn't get to a supermarket or or whatnot yeah. and um one another reason why i moved to the countryside so i've got the plot of land to grow all my own food although i didn't realize how difficult it is and doing it on your own yeah. is uh is is tricky but i got a few beds in and i've had some i've got some celery and i've had some beetroots and i've had some spinach and all that jazz which has been really nice but yeah next year i'm really gonna get to it um and microgreens they can be grown anywhere they are your best friend um as a raw vegan anyway well, as a, yeah as a fruitarian i don't think they go for the microgreens do they no i don't i don't know it's a it's, it's a weird one because like labels you know me myself i just i identify online as a fruitarian but like ultimately i just enjoy eating fruit and i'm not gonna like beat myself up if i eat like microgreens or veg or things like that but i'm not sure what they 
identify with but no i don't know yeah i i am yeah i wish i could be all fruit but i just i love the salad greens uh so much and i love the microgreens um but they can be grown on like a windowsill or in a jar or anything like that so that's always a good little staple to have um if you haven't got lettuce leaves to hand which i I go through a ton of lettuce really Mm -hmm. um so growing my own lettuce is is key um what would be my tips fasting (laughs) i've done a lot of water fasting and cleansing and cleaning out and um doing a lot of work with food addictions really because you realize you don't actually need that as much food as you have been brought up to to believe so that that was a big key and we're never too far from a tesco or a sainsbury's here in england are we no even me being in devon i'm i'm what 20 minutes 40 minutes yeah away from things and i think like you said the food addictions and realizing there's more to life than food food's great it's a tool it can make us feel good but if if you're constantly thinking about food all day every day it can drive you crazy like if you you know yourself when you're busy with something i'm sure the people can relate you kind of you, you don't think about food and when you get moving you warm up so it's, that's helped me personally just not sitting down sedentary just thinking about food and oh maybe that'll make me cold just get out for a, even a, like a dog walk get moving take my mind off food that's helped me personally I don't know if that's helped you but yeah yeah I did do a lot of wild swimming as well <laughs> around that point in my juice fast and plunging wow. and all, all that jazz yeah that's really that feels really good yeah and that's something we can do in the uk most places as someone's got a little river or yeah, yeah. whatnot or maybe i'm just thinking of in devon <laughs> you don't want to be getting in the thames like but no 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 there's plenty of beautiful nature around here we are lucky but there was something you touched on earlier about the vision board and how you've basically manifested everything on there into your life and that's something i've become increasingly more interested in especially the power of the mind and imagination and just holding that feeling of like the wish fulfilled. I don't know if you're familiar with like Neville Goddard, people like that. So how how do you feel about like the law of attraction and yeah, just kind of manifestation and just how powerful our minds are when we set like a clear goal? Yeah. I mean, I've always touched on it throughout my life, but not really knowing that that's what I've done. Uh, I'll give a good example, but um, I really started to notice it when I'm juice fasting and I really notice it when I'm water fasting. It's instant almost. If I'm water fasting, like on the third, fourth day, I I can manifest money. Like, (laughs) don't ask me how, but it's getting to that third, fourth day is, is a difficult one for me, but um yeah it, it kind of all started for me when um even after the division board um when i was moving house and i wanted the house but the lady didn't want to swap with me the house she wanted a bigger house and i just started packing i just got the boxes out and i was packing my house i was going yeah and in the end it worked out she said okay no I'm gonna swap and I just felt like I knew it was gonna happen and that's how I did it and that was me consciously doing so that's when I started to notice that I could do that so it was kind of 
getting to a point of no return that apart from the only thing that can happen is the thing that you want to happen um yeah it's cut and, and having a certain level of trust and faith mm. um is big um but yeah when i was younger um uh, i was in the school shop put team and i just didn't make the district championships um, by one place the only way I would get in is if the the girl like broke her broke her arm or, or something like that so I didn't go home and wish that she broke her arm or anything but I remember like sellotaping my fingers like this and just wishing and wishing that um I was going to go and the, and the next day we got uh the call or it was the uh, the day before the districts and they called me up and said she's broke her arm wow. you're gonna have to come in and do it so all that throughout my life little magical sort of things like that have happened but now since I've been raw it's just like well what do I want to happen and I mean a lot of people are like oh it's airy fairy hippie stuff okay yeah I want to manifest these things and I think about it and I, I envisage it but I also write a plan I get you know working out how I would get this and work backwards uh, especially in the business and and whatnot and 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 I've got clear cut goals I'm not just sitting there wishing and 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 thinking you know I'm 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 getting out there and, and putting pedal to metal yeah yeah for sure <laughs> I think I think that's a, a good point and distinction to make because I think it all starts internally because you have to have certain a clear goal outcome direction and you have to have these positive thoughts maybe to get you to take action but like you say it's also important to get practical and tactical as well maybe devise a plan and and actually yeah, yeah you need a lot of people don't know what they want that that yeah. and i've been you know struggling with that um i mean even if you sort of look at a life partner lots of people don't know really deep down what they want yeah. like take the aesthetics out of it it's just um yeah you've just got to get really clear on what you want for sure and then get to making it work making it happen yeah because if you, if you don't know what you want how can you how will you ever know how can it come yeah, to you yeah 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 it's true mm. i think that was that was something that or something that's helping me i just recommend personally not that i'm a guru or anything but just maybe for people take a day just pen and paper just get clear on like a future vision or things you want or not want, but just, just the ideal day in the life, your ideal life, just getting clear. Like you say, knowing what you want is so key. Yeah, how you want to feel. Yeah, how exactly. You feel in that day. Yeah. It just get yeah. really clear on every nitty gritty detail, like how you feel, what you hear, what you see and really embody that. And it sounds yeah. like, it sounds like you're doing so. Yeah, I, I do recommend there's a little book, uh, Project 369. It's like a little workbook. Have you seen it? No, no. Is that to do with Tesla? It's good for manifesting. It's good for getting clear on what's important to you, like oh, okay. in, in that sense. And yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 20 quid on Amazon. Okay. Not an affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> so just quickly, I've had a thought. A lot of people, and myself included, they want, uh, they wonder like, what's the best kind of water to drink and do you drink water i assume you drink water or maybe juices as a yeah as and when i'm not very good at drinking water i'd rather a juice any day yeah. 
um, but I do have a distiller. I have had a reverse osmosis machine in my house before, mm. but I mean, I've, I have interviewed a couple of water experts. If, if I had had enough money, I'd get a Kanyang machine. Um, but other than that, I would just say, yeah, distilled and add in a drop of a trace mineral um, would probably be, well, that's, that's how I do yeah. it. The reverse osmosis machine and the third, in the third cylinder you don't it puts something back into it and you don't really know what that is so it kind of like put me off after a while and i thought okay i'm just gonna take everything out and yeah and have distilled with the trace minerals okay. uh, but i've just found a spring just down my road like uh last night and it's just a spring it's not even on the map for find a spring in england <laughs> and it's just coming out of the the wall in a beautiful little uh like yeah, just like a little uh, fancy nice. thing. Keep that. I'm really excited about keep that. that. Secret. I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. Keep that secret. Yeah. Your own source. Yeah, I think people get caught up on it and hung up on it. But yeah, it's just... So what was that machine? Is that the machine? It's like a... uh, Kind of like a white box. That ca- What, the distiller? Uh, what would you say it was called? Canyon? The Canyon yeah, machine. Can... Is that the alkaline yeah. water they talk about? I don't, I don't know what it... They electrocute it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people talk about like, oh, what's it called? I should know because I've got a couple of Kenyan experts in my <laughs> friends list. Sorry, guys, they're going to kill me. But yeah, no, I'm not really familiar because I can't afford it. So I don't want to look into yeah. it yet. And um, yeah, because I, I do so much, it's not yeah. really top of my priorities. Yeah, it's true. I personally, yeah, I prefer like just the juicier fruits. And yeah, I think juices are probably best because like you said water can it's a bit boring isn't it on its own but it's mm. i think it's important that obviously if people are thirsty <laughs> they're still hydrating because that's yeah. kind of yeah especially in the fruitarian movement there's a lot of um people who are like very dogmatic like i'll, I'll never drink water things like that but then they're, they're clearly dehydrated you know dogma almost ruined my life like <laughs> two <laughs> years in honestly you've just got get rid of that we're we're all gonna die sometime and we're all we're all gonna get there whether we get there healthier or Mm -hmm. than we would have before or or whatever it's no don't drive yourself mad with dogma for sure yeah (laughs) Yeah. i've just got one more question which i probably should have asked earlier on but it's just going to be what does like a day in the life look like for you now so what kind of time are you getting up what are you eating because obviously you're very relatable as well. That's what I like because especially for the mums out there, you know, there's a lot of these influencers and people out there like that who are who people put on a pedestal, you know. So I'm just I'm just wondering, like, what does a day in the life look like? Uh, you're currently trying to uh, build muscle, uh, bodybuilding, I think you said. So what are you eating? What are you drinking? Exercise routine, the whole lot. Yeah. Oh, a day in the life of me. Well, a school day, which is when I work out. Um, I'm typically typically go to bed probably about midnight, and then I am up about five, six if I can. I'm trying to work on my sleep at the moment. I really want to get between seven and eight, but it's just oh, mm-hmm. I find it so hard. Yeah. Um. 
and yeah so i get up and i make the children breakfast i generally will fast until i get back from the gym maybe somewhere like maybe 12 one o'clock in the afternoon i won't eat anything um i'll just have a bit of water and um yeah try and get some juice into the kids um they are they're kind of vegan they're vegan with me they're not vegan with their dad <laughs> and um if they ask me for some animal products which they know where it comes from because i'm very honest <laughs> yeah. and upfront about that if they ask me for some i will get it so generally i try to help make them eat fruit in the beginning of the day and fruit juice fruit juice to start and then some fruit and then they can have like a pano chocolat or something a vegan pano chocolat and that that is me feeling like i've done a, an okay job for breakfast in the morning yeah and and then it's off to the school um i would have loved to have homeschooled but yeah doing it all on your own is is, yeah. is very difficult especially with no sort of family or anything so yeah they go off to school and then i will go to the gym and i'll go for about an hour and a half and i've been following like um a, a, a muscle building program and they gave me a, a funny meal plan which i just i just took the macros from it <laughs> and then i just made up my own plan yeah it was it was bizarre bizarre um <laughs> was it a raw plan or just like a generic no, it was vegan she said oh i can't do a raw plan but here's the vegan one i said oh i'll modify it and um, it was just very much you know rice tofu yeah. and green beans so basically kind of. chicken rice and broccoli but just vegan version <laughs> yeah and i just it's just all dead blah, bland stuff yeah. like oh god yeah no um so i did that loosely kind of follow it um i just have a lot a lot of buckwheat but yeah so i'll i'll get back from the gym i do quite a lot of weights and i'm trying to lift lots of heavy weights um, i'd really like to do some proper power lifting okay. um, just to be able to keep up with my kids because they beat the crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i'll go to the gym and i'll come back and i will best day i'll have a um like a beetroot juice because that helps with the muscle mm, um, flow, recovery as well best thing for muscles isn't it and then i will i will tend to eat quite a lot in that period um in the day uh when the kids are at school and when i've come back from the gym um some raw sushi uh some big salads uh i've kind of tended to come away from the nut dressings now i'm, I'm having seed dressings or or a low-fat dressing mm -hmm. and um, I will stock up on sprouted buckwheat and uh, pumpkin seeds and um, anything that you get your bang for your buck with the protein but you have to be careful that the fat's not too much on that because I I, I mean I have got fat yeah yeah <laughs> being a raw vegan as well slamming down dried mangoes and trail mix you know is is it's, just oh it's definitely it's, doable yeah yeah <laughs> if you want to put on some weight just eat trail mix every day <laughs> i was going to ask about protein how do you feel about that because earlier you touched on like you're not quite sure you know how much weight to give protein but how how much roughly how much protein do you consume and do you consume quite a lot of like protein dense foods because for me personally well, i'm just like 
Yeah, Amino on. acids make protein. So I'm just like, we get that from vegetables. We get all of those vegetables where, rather than just like incomplete ones as well yeah. from meat sources. It's just, so I'm like, oh, but if by that reckoning, do I need to ever worry about protein? I don't have a protein powder. Um, I am getting on about... Uh, the other day, I got 140 grams of protein. Wow, that's, and quite, that was, yeah, that's quite a lot. Yeah, that was quite a lot. That was, um, <laughs> I had about three tablespoons of spirulina, 400 grams of sprouted buckwheat, and a load of nori wraps, pumpkin seeds. And that, that was me trying it out for a day to try and get up to that yeah. protein thing that they wanted me to hit. But how did you feel after that? It, uh, I, I, the spirulina is always good, I find. Um, but yeah, eating a lot of nuts, uh, the, the the pumpkin seeds, I don't really vibe with that. Mm. Um, feels quite fatty now. Um, I'd much rather just eat like a couple of melons or yeah, something. I, mean, I love my melons. <laughs> um, but I mean, I haven't noticed. I don't feel head fog or anything like that. Um, yeah, so I, I try not, I don't really worry about it, but, yeah. but I do slightly. I yeah, do yeah. try and get enough of uh, the sprouted buckwheat and spirulina and yeah. wraps I, and that. Is. Yeah, I guess it's just listening to your body. For me personally, when I overdid it with the nuts, I, I felt pretty awful. And now I'm kind of vibing <laughs> with the, the high fruits and the occasional like uh, vegetable or leafy green. But yeah, I think it's just listening to your body, um, not getting too caught up, like you say, beating yourself up on these things. I've definitely loosened a bit in regards to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some days I will just have all fruit yeah. and I won't worry about any of that stuff. If I feel like it, then I'll just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it, it doesn't have to be like an all or nothing approach, does it? Like people can maybe incorporate these foods. I do find from just observation the people who eat like a real high fat or high protein raw vegan diet long term they don't seem to thrive um but i think people just overdo it you know like with nuts mm. like people could easily eat a whole bag of them myself included i used to go through yeah so yeah but yeah i think yeah. just listening to your body that's that's key isn't it yeah, if you're slamming back that cashew mayonnaise <laughs> and, and whatnot, yeah. you're just going to balloon up. But it's easily done, oh, and yeah. most, most people have to go through that yeah. to, to get to the other bit. And that's the great thing. when you're with, if, if you can be flexible with your discipline, you have cracked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like you say, especially like during a transition or, or maybe for people who don't want like the optimal, optimal diet, you know, like the... It, it can be good like a compromise like sometimes it's like a lesser of two evils you know because uh yeah yeah that perfectionism but yeah i think i think i've uh picked your brain on everything i wanted to touch on there and uh i would like to end with 10 rapid fire questions if you've got time for them oh goodness yeah. me okay i think this is my favorite part i'm not sure oh I'm not sure if the guests okay, appreciate yeah. it but it gets them to think about things maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe they never thought about before so the first one, nice and easy, maybe, I don't know. What is your favourite fruit? Mango. <laughs> mm, 
Yeah, that's top mm, three for me. For sure. Even though there's 300 different types of mango and we only have about three here. Um, yeah, I imagine they're all amazing. Yeah, yeah mango. For sure. Uh, describe yourself in one word. <sighs> Juicy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fitting. That's, that's good. <laughs> What's one thing that everyone needs to buy? juicer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've lined that one up <laughs> what's one book that everyone needs to read oh the 12 steps to raw by victoria Lenenko. i hope okay. i said her name okay. right absolute bible of a book yeah 12 steps to raw okay cool mm. what's the best piece of advice you've ever received <sighs> best piece of advice i've ever received maybe if you can't think of externally maybe that you've heard internally oh, I, I love advice you know <laughs> I, I, I advocate for advice uh, even if I don't take the advice I just I love listening to everyone's take on everything <laughs> and forming my own um, thing but yeah best piece of advice don't look to external sources for validation or love it's all within even like in a relationship you should be able to provide yourself with with love and it should it's already in you you know mm. um everything else uh, it does bring it out in you but yeah don't don't look to external sources for yeah look within things yeah, yeah i think that's, that's a great message what are three things you can't live without well i like to think of myself as quite the minimalist but <laughs> um doing the job that i do my phone i'm sad to say that really but my phone with boundaries and boundaries <laughs> is another thing that i can't live without um I would say my children, but is that a really lame one? No, no, that's <laughs> that a, that's, that's one? probably quite an important one. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They are just everything, yeah. For sure. Uh, what's your greatest strength and biggest weakness? Oh, resilience, ability to change. I, I think it was my hmm. greatest strength. Weakness. Um... <laughs> Should be easy, shouldn't it? No, no. What's my weakness? I get really excitable and really wrapped up and I'm very reactive, um, which is something I'm working on. So yeah, that's a weakness. Yeah. Could also be a strength as well, but that's it's all, it's the, all yeah. yoga. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> sure. What would you tell your twenty year old self? Oh go harder. <laughs> No, I would have said, um, do a juice fast, do yeah. a juice fast, clear out your body. That is going to give you the connection that you're craving that you're going to go looking to drugs for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you believe in having a purpose? If so, what's your purpose in life? Oh, I really found like I've found my purpose with 
um, juice fasting and helping people along juice fast. Um, but that was just like an aesthetic, that's just a, like a, a job. It is a passion of mine. Um, I feel like my real purpose is to guide two little humans um, through this experience and help them to realise that it's it's a magical experience and it's not something that needs to be taken so seriously mm. and it's fun and I just want to I just want to help them to see the fun and the beauty and the joy in world and I feel like that's my my purpose and um, yeah my job helps me to do that as well Amazing. helps me <laughs> mentally physically and financially to, to do that yeah amazing mm. i've heard i've heard that advice from so many people especially like people on their deathbed or like real like grandparents people like that they say just take it just like stop worrying take life less seriously you know i think that's yeah. really important <laughs> like, even if you're going through the crap times you know that just if you can smile through it or find some beauty in it, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's all learning. Yeah. Either, whichever road you take, it's none, no one's the wrong turning. It's all. It's all happening for you. Yeah. So just, yeah. And just finally, learning. on that note, what are you grateful for today? Oh, grateful for today. Waking up. Yeah. <laughs> Breathing. Feeling great and speaking to you and getting the message out to hopefully a lot more people that you know you can heal yourself you can feel good you can you can have a good life um yeah yeah that's a powerful message it. powerful message mm -hmm. so yeah just want to end with you just sharing where people can find you what you've got going on plans for the future just as your time yeah um well you can find me on my website um juicefastcoach.com um i'm also on facebook magri jade jackson instagram at magri jade i'm also on tiktok at juice fast mastery uh, juice fast mastery is my 40 day program um where i help coach people through uh, 40 days with one-to-one -one and zoom calls and we've got group chats and it's just like a little more personal container um something that i had on my juice fast that really helped so we wanted to sort of bring it to the masses yeah. um so that runs every um two months uh, next one is in for uh, well it's the first of november so whenever we put this out the next one's going to be um first of january and so on and so forth so yeah. that's where you can catch me but i'm on all the socials i'm always going live and just chatting away um and just talking all things juice fast all the time happy to answer any messages come in my inbox and and you know say hey i'm i'm open to all sorts you know great great yeah it... within reason actually yeah yeah <laughs> yeah about juicing <laughs> keep it pg <laughs> yeah and yeah is there anything you wanted to touch on before we end anything i missed um oh i feel like i should say something like really amazing no 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 um all i can think of is it's 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 one day or day one and just just get started with something some little form of discipline some little daily habit even if it's not juicing just just something that contributes to to future you and your highest self yeah, yeah get started on the train great message i think we'll end on that <laughs>